Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Children of the Mist focuses on a village hidden in the mist-shrouded mountains located in northwest Vietnam where an indigenous Hmong community resides. It is the home of a 12-year-old girl named Dee. Dee is part of the first generation of her people with access to formal education. A free spirit, she happily recounts her experiences to Vietnamese filmmaker Diem Ha Lee, who embedded herself within Dee's family over the course of three years to document this unique coming-of-age story. It is a remarkable story, and it is an amazing document to a tradition and a way of life that will seem to be as foreign as the other side of the moon to many of us. But it is an incredible story nonetheless. The film again is called Children of the Mist. It was shortlisted for consideration for the Academy Award for Best Featured Documentary of the Year. We're joined today by the director of Children of the Mist, DM Holly. DM, welcome to Film School Radio. Yes, hello, Mike. Thank you very much for. Thank you. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Well, DM, this is such a, an amazing look into a, a way of life that I've absolutely no inkling about before I saw your film, Children of the Mist. It's beautifully done, it's been shortlisted for consideration for best documentary feature film of the year by the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. And I am very curious as to how you decided to embed yourself in the family of Dee's and your inspiration for doing this documentary. Uh, yes, I started um, this project in the 2017. And because I follow my friend, they're from Hmong community. And they opened a little workshop for Hmong children in the northern Vietnam. And the workshop about uh, photography, painting, and um, a little bit filmmaking. And um, I, I taught uh, Z and her friends a little bit about filmmaking with a li the little, very little camera. And they were very uh, happy. And when they saw the footage, when we when after this workshop we saw all the footage and and uh, they were so happy and um after that when i when i saw z and her friend playing around uh, in in the village on the mountains and i filmed it and it reminded me about my childhood because um i also have a lot of friends around me but my friend got married very young and so that's why i i i feel our childhood will disappear very fast in every like in every way. So, so I, I want to film Z and I have like my very curious how our childhood can disappear. So that's why I uh, I say it with Z that I want to follow her uh, when she growing up and she said yes. Uh, she very she was very curious too and uh, so that's why we. Um, uh, started to uh, make this film in 2017. How old was Dee when you started this project? 
Oh, when I when I filmed her, I think she was uh twelve years old and half. I think so. And how long did you follow Dee over the course of making Children of the Mist? I I followed her in the in three years. So when you started filming Dee, she was about twelve years old. Was there something about her? Was there something she seems like a normal twelve-year-old hangs out with her friends? She's looking around in the world, trying to figure out where she fits in. She's doing chores. Was there something about her that drew you to her as a possible subject for a film? Yeah, because uh, somehow I feel she was exactly like me because she has the round face. Uh, yeah, when, like when I was a child, and um, uh, her personality, she she laughed out and very funny and hilarious and a lot of emotion. And the way she talking and and the way she um playing with her friend exactly the same like me when I was a child, so that's why somehow I I feel like have very special connect with her mm-hmm. in that way and uh, we start like friends and uh, day by day we was like a sister, mm-hmm. I don't know somehow but it's it's really special feeling mm-hmm. when I saw her. Um, mm-hmm. One of the most important relationships we see in the film is Dee and her mother. Critically important to the story and to what happens. How would you describe that relationship? It's a little bit hard to explain this, but um, I feel like somehow she 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 was a little girl and and she have so many emotion and so many things to say with her mom and her dad but somehow when she's growing up it's it's really hard to talk about her feeling with her her parents so that's why she uh, consider me as a friends and as a sister so it's easy for her to to talk about this to talk about our feelings and to talk with her parents so i think the relationship between her with her mom it changing when she growing up because when, when she was a child it's very easy to to explain uh, her emotion and her feeling with her mom but when she growing up she started to have friends she started to uh, studying in the in in school and a lot of things very different her life is very different with her mom because she, her mom didn't have chance to go to school. And, and Z was a first generation in, in this village, have a chance to go to school, to have teachers. She started learn, learning Vietnamese, started learning English. <laughs> so everything's in school. And, and, and the teachers, almost the teacher from school is same age with me and they're from uh, the city. And they have very different different value different perspective and they they start to touch teaching z in school and and when z growing up it's really hard for for my protagonist for z to talk with her mom everything in her life and and she had she started to have her own world and uh, mm-hmm. and and it's very different to the mom and and her mom have very uh, different lifestyle and different with different 
generation value. So that's why Z and her mom started to have. It's really difficult to to talk. Yeah. Well, in terms of her relationship with her mother, there were a number of factors that seemed to come into play. First of all, as a young woman, she's trying to establish her own identity. Those are things that are completely natural and normal. It was also this relationship that her with her mom that involved her relationship, her mom's relationship with her dad, which seemed to be under a lot of stress. And also the fact that uh, Dee had a phone and that gave her access to talking to her friends. It changes a lot of the dynamics that parents have in relation to their children, which can be frustrating for everyone. Yes, she had a phone. And having that phone gave her access to a social network of friends that may not even have lived near her, but at the same time she had a relationship with and something that would have been very, very different for her mom when she was growing up, right? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it's right. Uh, because uh, the internet just um, have access in her village. I think just seven years ago about the internet for uh, mobile phone and everything like social media and it starts to change um, uh, the Hmong people life hmm. on the mountains of Vietnam because uh, the Hmong people they moved to Vietnam very early like hundred years ago uh, and and they live on very highest mountain of northern Vietnam and the way to every uh, to every houses uh, on the mountain is, is very far from and and so that's why they they have very rare chance to meet each other and but like 10 years ago we have we have mobile phone we have internet we have electricity and so it's why every change we, ha- we also have a uh, motorbike and so it's very easy for people who have access to 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 meet another people so that everything changed and there's something uh the parent really hate social media and hate mobile phone smartphone because they they things is out of their control <laughs> and and because they cannot control uh, their children that impulse that you're describing is universal parents all over the world want to be able to control their children and it's natural for children to want to establish their own personality and have their own friends and do what they want to do. I want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with the director of this wonderful documentary film called Children of the Mist, and that would be D.M. Ha Lee. And I'd also like to point out that it's been shortlisted for a consideration for Best Documentary Feature of the Year for by the Academy Awards. And I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for the film that it's getting this level of recognition because it's all about the strength, the story, and the storytelling in this film. So my congratulations to you, D.M. Hali. There's a very important element in the film that we haven't talked about yet, and it has to do with something I'd never heard of before, wasn't aware of, and I'm curious about the cultural traditions of it. It's called bride kidnapping, and it involves the kidnapping of very young girls, as is the case with with Dee. She's 12 years old when this happens, 
and apparently it's something that has been going on for many, many years. Let's talk a little bit about this. First, when I heard about bride kidnapping in Hmong culture, I just feel like it's, it's like a folkloric story. And and I I just feel like it's just a story, <laughs> not my life. Um, but I realize it's, it's a real problem when I... Um, when I came to the village and, and I started to heard a lot of story from the relative, from the, from the friends and from some girls, uh, there was bright kidnapping in her life, in their life. And, and they're so scary. And, and, and it's really, it was really bad memory with them. And so that's why I, I started to fear a lot about my protagonist future but she didn't care about it <laughs> she just wants to hang out and have fun and discover her like her new life and her, her new friends and it was it's really hard time for her to talk about this and 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 also with the mom and um yeah i filming in the is is scary <laughs> It is scary. It was yeah. scary. Well, when I first heard about it explained in the film, first of all, it was hard to believe. And secondly, I didn't think anything like that would happen. And I don't want to give any more away than I've already said. But yeah, it's a, it's, it was frightening, to be honest with you. But at some point, Dee has to deal with this. And let me say that if the film had simply focused on the village, the changing outside world their village, how that's impacting it with the introduction of school and and new technologies and mobility and all the other things that we see in the film that make it a wonderful film. But then we see Dee, who is having a normal relationship, getting to know boys, understanding what that's all about. And from there, it takes off in a very powerful and dramatic way into a whole nother kind of film. Yeah, it's... It was scare me too because I filming alone with very uh, little cam with the very old camera, and I put the microphone in the camera and I'm filming alone and and I don't understand Hmong language, and uh, and when it happened I was so scary and and uh, and I I had to try to calm down and 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 how to figure out what I can do and 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 try to keep everything balanced because I, I they they didn't allow me to come to the the boy who was kidnapped uh, the my protagonist and had to wait uh, in her house in three days and and it was very scary and and, and I I but somehow I I, I managed uh, with her mom and with her dad and and so and it's, it was it also was the first time I saw bride kidnapping in my real life and yeah it's, it was really hard <laughs> yes. it's hard to describe just what an impact this these events have on you as you're watching the film my impulse is to want to reach out and help D and it's it's it just pulls you into this film in ways that I think are unexpected and, as I said earlier, very powerful. 
I want to remind our listeners that we're speaking with the director of the shortlisted documentary feature film called Children of the Mist, and that would be director D.M. Ha Lee. And it's a powerful film. Seek this out. You can find it if you look for it. Children of the Mist. There is a situation in the film where you, DM, find yourself in this peculiar, challenging moment. And I think that it's something that documentary filmmakers have been grappling with since the beginning of documentary filmmaking. And that is, you're watching something, you're observing something, you're documenting something. The impulse to not become part of the story as opposed to an observer of the story is a very difficult and um, vexing question. And we see in the film where you are presented with this situation, this moment, where you need to decide whether or not you're a documentary filmmaker or you're a human being watching something happen that you know is wrong. And we see you make a decision. It's very powerful. One last question for you. How is Dee doing today? <laughs> She's doing good. And uh, now she has uh, a husband and with a little daughter. Okay. And she will back to high school next year mm -hmm. to finish high school. And uh, But she's really happy now. And uh, right. nothing to worry about her uh, right. at this moment. That's great to hear about Dee. I certainly hope she's enjoying her life and has a full and happy life ahead of her. And I also want to once again congratulate you on Children of the Mist and hope that it will end up among the final five being considered for Best Documentary of the Year. It certainly is deserving of that. And I hope that this film and this experience has inspired you to continue your work as a filmmaker and Hopefully, at a time and place down the road, you'll come back and join us again. Yes, and thank you very much. And there's one thing I learned from I made this film, because I I feel like life is sometimes it's not really just black and white. And sometimes it's really hard. It's gray in the middle, and sometimes it's like so much colorful. And I learned from it, and I learned that I need to respectful a lot of color in their life and, and try to listen to them. And that's why I love documentary, documentary films so much because I, I can learn from a lot of people and, and I can listen to a lot of people around the world. So th that's why I love documentary films so, so much. Once again, we've been speaking with DM Ha Lee. The film is called Children of the Mist. And thank you so very much for joining us. Thank you, Mike, for listening to oh, my story. <laughs> You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. Music